This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back for another episode of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. In this episode, we're going to be going over the Blues-Connects game, talking about what went wrong with the game, and getting into some things here at the beginning of the podcast before the highlights of why this team is who they are right now. There's a lot of people out there that think this team has a pretty good offense. That they're not bad, but they're average. Let's go ahead and look at the stats to see exactly What kind of team the Blues are? The Blues have scored 93 goals this year. There's only three teams worse than the Blues. Arizona scored 83. Los Angeles has scored 79. And Carolina scored 85. So the Blues are one of the worst teams when it comes to scoring goals. Even though there's times they score four goals, five goals, three goals. Doesn't happen very often. Goals allowed. They've allowed 113 goals which is somewhere between 23rd and 25th in the league. So they're allowing too many goals, partially to do with the way the Blues are playing in front of their goaltending. I would say it's 70% of that. And the other 30% is Jake Allen has not made some saves he needs to make. Is it all on Jake? No. For the most part, the team has played very bad in front of him. Twice this year, Jake Allen has allowed one goal and lost. Your offense should be able to score at least one goal in a game if you've got any kind of team with talent. Now, you'll hear in post-game interviews, pre-game interviews from the players and coaches that there's a lot of hockey left. They're only about eight games away from being halfway through the season. I don't know how they can say there's a ton of hockey left. There's basically 49 games left. Can they make the playoffs? Sure, but I don't think some people realize how desperate it is. The Blues are probably most likely going to have to get, out of the last 49 games, 66 points. And so far out of 33 games, they've only gotten 30 points. So they're less than one point a game. This does not look good, people. They're going to have to win about 75 to 80% of their games to get into the playoffs. I just don't see that happening. Now, maybe it can, but this team's really going to have to go on a tear. And I mean a big tear. So those out there that think this team has got a bunch of hockey left and that, you know, they can right the ship and make it to the playoffs, they can, in theory. But with 49 games left, you're going to have to win probably 33 to 35 of those games to get into the playoffs. Maybe a little less you might be able to squeak in with 31 games, 32 games. But do you seriously think this team can go 32 and 17 when they've been 13, 16, and 4? I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm being realistic. They can say all they want to. There's plenty of hockey left. You know, we can right the ship. We can't give up. And no, they can't give up. You don't want your team to give up. But 
I want people to realize that this is bad. It's really bad. It's not just not going well. It's bad. They have been one of the worst teams all year. Let's go ahead and get to the highlights of the game. The Blues actually started out great. They played an awesome first period. But Markstrom played pretty dang good in that first period. They peppered him with shots. And he had to make some tough saves. There's Tarasenko trying to send one in front. Goldobin clears the puck to the line. Edmondson holds it in. Long shot, rebound. Steve, it's, or pardon me, Shen is stopped as well. Braden Shen stepped right into that rebound. And two more saves for Jacob Markstrom. Braden Shen had three points Tuesday night. And Edmondson and gets this rebound. Edmondson shot, rebound right to Shen. One-timer, but Jacob Markstrom stopped and get in position. Able to make that save. The first save on Edmondson was pretty simple. It was a shot from around the blue line. Markstrom could see it very well. Made the initial save. Couldn't control the rebound. Shin is right there. Had a great opportunity. Probably one of the top two opportunities in the game for the Blues. And he couldn't put it past Markstrom. This first period was that way for the Blues. They put some shots right at Markstrom. And he made the saves. But there were a couple out of the 15 shots they got that were grade A scoring opportunities, and they weren't able to score on them. The Blues would outshoot Vancouver 15-5 to in the first period. It was one of the Blues' best first periods all year. We were hoping they could come out in the second period and do the exact same thing, continue to put pressure, be strong in your own defensive end, get the puck out of your end quickly, move it into the offensive end quickly, and they weren't able to do that. Vancouver played in the second period very similar to the way the Blues played in the first. The Blues dominated the first, and Vancouver dominated the second, and they would get two quick goals within about 30 seconds of each other to go up early in the second, two to nothing. Horvat takes his pass across for Besser, had to take it on the backhand. Now Edler, Pedersen, centers, they score! A picture-perfect pass from the rookie Pedersen. And this is how you draw it up on the blackboard. Bo Horvat gets in position. All he has to do is guide that pass in. Perfect pass. Top of the crease. Jake Allen can't get it. And the power play catches He's it. got it. In. Shot blocked. Gets it again. To the crease. Jim Winton. Second career goal for Adam Gaudet. Canucks strike twice quickly, and it's 2-0. Well, what a play by Adam Gaudet. Hang in, hang in, hang in. Gets the beautiful pass, and the puck bounces right back to him, and he just forces it by Jake Allen. Jake Allen stumbling around, doesn't know where it is, and Gaudet just follows it, hangs with it, and slides it in. It's rolling, 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 hangs with it, bouncing, and it bounces right through Jake Allen. So Vancouver goes on a power play, gets a goal, a perfect pass, from Pedersen to Bo Horvat, and it's one to nothing. Not much Jay can do on that one. Bartuzo lets Horvat get behind him. I don't even think he's seen him. The pass goes through. Nobody there to stop him. Right into the side of the net. That was at 5 minutes, 21 seconds. That was assisted by Pedersen, his 19th, and Edler gets his 10th, 5.51 in. Power play goal, Vancouver. The goal after that, just no excuse at all. Number one, Jake couldn't control the puck in the crease, couldn't grab it, couldn't stop the guys from hitting at it. On the other end, two Vancouver guys are hitting at the puck, and Pareko's just standing there watching them. Just standing there watching them and does basically nothing and lets them jab at it and jab at it until it goes past Jake Allen. Partially on Jake Allen for not grabbing that rebound 
and not allowing guys to come in there and hit it away from him. He should have had better control of it. But Pareko, when he seen Jake didn't, should have came in and hit somebody off the puck. But he just stood there. Terrible defensive play, and Jake should have held on to that puck. Adam Gaudet gets his second goal of the year. It was unassisted. Six minutes, 19 seconds in. Two quick goals. The Blues are hanging their heads, and Vancouver's up two to nothing. The Blues would get shellacked in this second period. 14 shots to three shots. Going into the third, the Blues are only down by two goals. But that would change very quickly when Vancouver would get on the scoreboard again to make it three to nothing just a little over two minutes into the third. Granlin keeps the puck in, into the corner for Levo. Tried to back one and he did! Allen pulled off the post and the Canucks lead three nothing. After what a great save that Jake Allen made before and he lets this stinker in. You can see that one hits him right in the back. That's he hits him in the number. He is so far away from the post that it hits him in the number 34 and goes in. They hit that left shoulder and they grab that post with your left arm and get your left shoulder tight and instead Jake Allen has it go right off his numbers and in. When you're not scoring enough goals and your defense is playing bad, you do not need your goalie to let in a soft one like this. No excuse, Jake. You should have been hugging that post. You should have been turned towards him, favoring him, while still kind of keeping an eye out for that pass to come. But the number one thing they teach you when you're a goalie, if a guy's in the corner heading towards the side of the net, you hug that damn post. And this has happened several times in his career. Jake left a spot open, hit it right off the letter A at the back of his jersey, and it goes right in, and Vancouver is up three to nothing. So see, guys, I'm not a Jake Allen apologist. That was a terrible, terrible goal. The goal by Levo would be his eighth of the year. Granlin gets his eighth assist, two minutes, eight seconds in. Vancouver's up three to nothing. And a lot of Blues fans probably turned the TV off. I hate to say that, but they probably did. And I understand that. It was a late game. Your team's down three to nothing. They very rarely come back. So I fully understand it. A lot of people don't, but I do. People get upset when people shut games off. Hey, I've got to watch the game because I have a podcast. And I love hockey. For those that left that point, you didn't miss a lot, but you did miss a great effort by Vladimir Tarasenko. He's playing so much better since they put him back with Shannon Schwartz. He gets his 11th goal on a big, heavy drive to the net. He used the body, and the Blues are back in it at 3-1. to one. Blues win the faceoff, and now Tarasenko gets it in front, and he scores! Under the pad, and Tarasenko makes it a 3-1 game. Two straight icings by the Vancouver Canucks, and Vladdy Tarasenko, goals in back-to-back -back games, have given the Blues some life right here, and the fans from St. Louis here in Vancouver liking that one, something to cheer about. And from the faceoff, Tarasenko holds on to it. Now he's going to make a powerful move, protects the puck, slides it to the far side. From the point of that faceoff, Tarasenko took it upon himself to put his body out there and to try to get the Blues back in this game. That goal by Tarasenko would be his 11th of the year. Sheen gets his 15th assist. Six minutes, 33 seconds in. It's 3-1 to one now. But that goal by Tarasenko did little to change the course of the game. The Blues were too far behind. And in fact, Vancouver would add to their lead to make it 4-1, to one, 11 minutes and 24 seconds into the third. Jake Vertanen, back to Alex Edler. Vertanen in the middle. 
Long wrist shot, scores! That looked kind of like Besser from Stetcher in the Philadelphia game, the face-off play. Exactly. It's for That's it. That's exactly the same play, where the winger slides high and traffic goes to the front of the net. And this time it's Jake Vertanen instead of Brock Besser. Bo Horvat against Tyler Bozak. And Louie won't get any points for this one. But he's the guy that makes this goal happen. Some hard work on that goal by Edler and Horvat. Vertanen gets his 11th goal of the year. Edler gets his 11th assist. Horvat gets his 17th assist. 11 minutes, 24 seconds in. Vancouver's up 4-1. to one. With more than five minutes left and down three, the Blues would pull Jake Allen. But it would be Louis Erickson to get an empty net goal, his seventh of the year. Vertanen gets his seventh assist. Tanev gets his fifth assist. 15 minutes, 24 seconds in. Empty net goal, 5-1 to one Vancouver. Let's head straight to the stats now. Blues had 30 shots on goal. Canucks had 29 shots on goal. The Blues won the faceoff battle 52% to 48%. The Blues were 0 for 3 on the power play. Vancouver was 1 for 2. The Blues out hit Vancouver 30 to 21. Vancouver out blocked the Blues 20 to 9. This time on the postgame player interviews, we're going to hear from a couple players we don't hear from a lot. Edmondson and Tyler Bozak. And then, of course, after that, we're going to hear from Coach Craig Berube. Um, I think, uh, you know, once we entered the zone in the second period, uh, we weren't thinking shot. And, you know, first and third period, whenever we could, we were shooting pucks at net and we were trying to get traffic there. So uh, we took a period off and, you know, that's a result we're going to get. But I think there was a lot of positive out there. Uh, so we just got to stay positive and be ready for Calgary. Even when it was, when it was two zip, uh you guys at least didn't didn't act like you were out of it. I mean, you, 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 did you did you feel still pretty good about the, the way things were going? Yeah, I mean, for us it felt like a tight game the whole game. Uh, uh, we never really feel out of games. Uh, we know we have the offensive power to come back in these games. So, um, you know, we ran into a good goalie. Um, I think we could have put more traffic in front of him, so he didn't see many, many pucks. But um, at the end of the day, uh, when you take a period off, um, you know, good teams will take advantage of that. You know, they get a couple power plays early in the second, and it just seemed like they, they just grabbed the, the momentum. I mean, is that, is that what you saw? Or? Yeah, I mean, they held us to, I think it was three shots in the second, and I think half of that's because we were, we were killing for the first half of that, that period. So um, we've got to stay more disciplined, but, um, you know, it's, they got a big goal in the power play tonight, and, um, you know, could have been a couple more, but I think our PK did a fairly good job. Just got to stay out of the box. I thought we played a, a really good first period and, you know, got pucks in the net, got pucks in deep and generated a lot of shots towards the net and, you know, their goalie made some huge saves and we missed some opportunities and uh, then I think in the second we got away from it, tried to make too many plays, myself included, you know, turning over, turning it over um, there and they come down and score and then they get a power, they get a power play goal and then we're down 2 nothing, and, you know, we're, we're fighting to get back and then... Uh, Thought we came out in the third and and came came at him again pretty hard and you know uh, we're unable to you know get the ones that we needed. You uh, you said maybe trying to, to to make too many plays. You mean maybe being too fine or trying to make the perfect pass? Or? Yeah, I mean I thought in the first we were just getting pucks deep, getting it you know up to the point, working it around and getting pucks to the net. And I think in the second we got away from that a bit, tried to make you know too many plays on the rush and um, you know weren't shooting the puck as much as we needed to and kind of started turning it over and that led to. You know, creating some momentum for them and, and giving them a little more puck possession and chances in our end. And, you know, they, they did a good job of capitalizing. And, um, you know, they fought hard in the second period to get that lead. And, you know, we, we 
we got to bury our chance in the first, and, and you know we should have came in after the first feeling good. Oh, the first something. period we carried to play and you know shot pucks and recovered them and controlled the zone. Second period, <clears throat> you know they came out. We knew they were going to come out quick, you know harder and be ready, and they did. And they, they got a couple power plays and capitalized on the one, and then they, they got another goal after that and just kind of dug ourselves a hole. But I thought the second half of that period we were a lot better, and then I thought the third we were, we were, we were fine. I thought we were on our toes, ready to go, and a couple goals that uh, went in. I, you know I'm sure you know we'd want back, but. Um, couldn't find the back of the net enough. You know, I thought their goalie kept them in the period in the first period and made some big saves for them. And I think it's a different game if we get a goal. Do you have to just tip your hat to him on a night like that? Did you do enough on the power play? To... Well, we could have done more on the power play, and um, you know, we had a couple power plays that period where we didn't get enough good looks. You guys looked like you were, like you said, still in the game to start the third. How tough is that third goal from below the goal line for you guys? Yeah, it's it's tough, but I thought that the guys still responded and and and. Uh, Played and you know, again went after it and uh, had some pretty good looks, but we just we couldn't find the back of the net tonight. You had uh, team first period. You had pretty good net front, and, but it seemed like the, did that kind of get away from you as the game went on? Or well, I thought in the second period it did for sure. Um, we made some turnovers in the second period and just we didn't shoot the puck. Like we came over the blue line, if, you know, a number of times and you know trying to make cute plays and didn't get it to the net. Then they're going back the other way. When it's when Tarasenko scores that goal, though, do you, you still feel, hey, one more and we can oh, yeah, do it. Definitely, you know, the bench was good. The guys were good. The guys were, uh, you know, they thought we we're gonna. You know, we all thought we'd come back in this game. Jake's made a lot of big saves, but that that tight angle shot, obviously, that's one he'd like back, don't you think? Oh, definitely. I mean, for sure. So uh, he know we all know that he knows that. I mean, but he's he's been a warrior for us, and um, you know, he'll continue to be fine. One thing I love is for guys to be positive, but don't try to put something out there that's not true. Edmondson said that they didn't hang their heads. They still played well after they went down two to nothing. And Berube said the second half of the second period, they played pretty good. I don't think so. They had three shots on goal. That's not good. That's not good for a half of a period, much less a whole period. And they did hang their heads when they were down two to nothing. They didn't look good after that point in the second period. They looked better in the third, but I wouldn't say they played great. And my whole point of bringing in those stats at the beginning of the game to say there's only been three teams that have scored less than the Blues is to show how people are fooling themselves. You heard what Edmondson said. They know that when they're behind, they can come back in games, which they have not this year but maybe a couple times. They know they have the offense to score goals. They're the fourth worst offense in the league. How can you say that when you're the fourth worst offense in the league? You're 28th in the league. You know what that means? There's only three teams worse than you, 29th, 30th, and 31st. So I think some of these guys are even fooling themselves. I think they're definitely fooling some fans by making statements like that. You would think from that statement, if you were a casual fan and really didn't watch every game, that the Blues offense is pretty dang good, but it's not. Two things happened last night in the game. Bad defense, bad goaltending by Jake Allen. He needed to be better. He let in a couple soft goals and shouldn't have. He allowed four goals in.
three of them were more his fault than not. He needs to be better than that. Defense was bad. They need to be better than that. One goal a game, regardless of how great the goalie's supposed to be, which gets me, Markstrom's not a bad goalie, but they wanted to lynch him and kick him out of town not that long ago. He's an average goalie, but the Blues made him look like Martin Brodeur last night. Did he make some tough saves in that first period? Yes, he did. He kept some goals out. Could have been a different game. But a lot of the shots were right on his chest, right where he could see him. So some of those saves in the first period were not miraculous saves. But he did what he needed to do and kept his team in the game. In my mind, we're going to see this type of play the rest of the year. Play really well for a couple games. Play bad and lose a couple games. Play well for a game. Lose a couple games. Play well for a game. Play well the second game, but still lose. Lose a couple games. Play lights out for a game. I think that's the way this team is going to be. Unless some changes are made and they bring in some different players. Like I said earlier at the beginning of the podcast, Doug Armstrong's trying to do something. I just don't know what he can do. You don't want him to give away anybody. You want him to get somewhat of a good return. But when you're a seller and people know that and you're desperate, they're not going to give you as much as they would, let's say, at the trading deadline. Then you're in a power position because then you've got a bunch of competing teams wanting that extra guy that can score some goals. So what do you do if you're Doug Armstrong? Do you make some changes now and trade guys and maybe not get what they're really worth? Or do you wait till the trade deadline and see if you can get a little bit more? See if you can hold a team out to get a King's ransom, make some teams fight over it. So that's a decision Doug Armstrong's going to have to make because as I said earlier, there's 49 games left. And for them to get to 96 points, they've got to win 33 out of 49. But 49 games left, does anybody out there really think the Blues can get to 96 points by going 33-16. and 16. They would have to be one of the hottest teams in the NHL to do that. I think they've got some good talent. But they've been so inconsistent for 33 games, I don't know how you kick that in all of a sudden and win 33 games out of 49. Can they play better and get better than they are now? Sure they can. I think that's really possible. Could they make the playoffs? Like I said, it's possible, but chances are very, very slim. I'm not saying stop following the Blues. I'm not saying don't be excited when you watch a game. I'm not saying don't go to games because I think everybody wants an effort. If they didn't make the playoffs this year, but they started showing an effort and at least were in most games, looked like they cared, didn't make the stupid mistakes, I think most people in St. Louis would be happy because the team turned it up, They did the best they can and showed everybody and themselves that they're better than they've been playing. I think we'd all be somewhat happy with it. But to keep saying there's plenty of hockey left is wrong. 49 games left, 33 and 16 to get to 96 points. I don't see that happening. And this is a tough division. Could they make it in with 93, 94 points? If a few teams falter, yeah, I think they can, but it's going to be difficult. You want to make sure you get into the playoffs. You want to be playing your best hockey going into the playoffs. And this team is going to have to play their best hockey from now on. That's a long time 
from the end of December till the end of the year to play your best hockey. So don't blow smoke up people's butts if you're a Blues player. I love the positive attitude. It's great. I want you guys to be positive. But instead of saying something like Edmondson did, he's got to say, hey, we're down two to nothing, but I know we've got the fight in us. We can come back and fight. And we had a chance to get back into the game. That's honest. But to say they've got the offense and they've shown it to come back in games, that's dishonest. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, guys, stay healthy, stay happy. Enjoy the fact that we have a hockey team, regardless of whether they're winning or losing. And until next time, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.